Hello, hello, and welcome to the Outside In Radio Show with me, Amber. And me, Freya. Thanks for tuning in again after a brief hiatus. Today is our last ever episode. To celebrate, we're bringing back our very own Outside In Radio tournament with politics breakdown Ruby, who's also going to come along. But first, our final good news story of the week. Um, This week, Norway has decided to get rid of their last Arctic coal mine and will merge it with a nearby national park to create a 61,000 square kilometre protected area. Hopefully the area will be rewilded and turned into a place where species like polar bears and seals can thrive in the face of the threat of climate change. And our final etymology of the week, I thought I'd do the word etymology. Um, This is from the Greek etumos, meaning true, and logos, meaning word or story. But logos is a suffix um, used in English to mean the study of. So etymology is the study of the truth or I guess the true origin or meaning of words. Okay, so for our main segment, we're going to just play some games because it's our last episode. We thought we'd have some fun. So enjoy. Um, We're going to start by playing Bucket of Doom. Okay, so first we're going to be playing Bucket of Doom. So we played this on our um, tournament episode. It was our first lockdown episode. So essentially the game is I'm going to read out a life-threatening scenario and all of our players have been given five random objects that they need to use to get out of this situation and live. And I'm going to be the judge and I'm going to choose whose was the best based on plausibility and also creativity. Which one made me laugh? Okay, so number one. You've been possessed by an evil poltergeist who is dragging you across the ceiling. So look at your cards and what are you going to do to get out of this situation? Who's going to go first? Freya, how are you going to get out of this situation? Uh, Well, first... I'm going to spray myself with Lynx Africa just to give a very repugnant smell for, you know, toxic masculinity. So I'm just, it's going to scare the poltergeist away. If that doesn't work, I'm going to give a more um, sympathetic approach and kind of consider why is the ghost acting as a poltergeist? Um, And I'm going to give him his dead man shoe, which coincidentally are his own shoes so he feels more at home and perhaps even turns back into a human and it's all fine so you're going to try and stop the ghost from possessing you in the first place by making him happy yes okay who's next i'll go um so i'm going to first of all eat a magic bean which is going to stop the poltergeist possessing me um, and then after that, I'm going to use E.T.'s finger to zap the poltergeist away. Okay, and Ruby? Um, I have a puffer fish, so I think I'm going to use that to maybe poison the poltergeist or maybe myself. I don't really know how powerful a puffer fish is. Um, and then I have a Roomba, like one of those vacuum cleaners. So, and along with my jewelry box with a magical ballerina i think i'll use that to distract the poltergeist and get him away so you know overall just sort of making him do something else i'm sure it'll work so after thinking i think i like freya's compassionate approach to the poltergeist so i'm going to say that freya wins this round clapping is in order 
Okay, for our next situation, you are exploring a deep ocean trench in a submarine you built in your garage when it starts filling up with water. Okay, so Ruby seems very excited about their answer, so do you want to go first? Um, yeah, so I ended up with a, the Pope Mobile, which I didn't really know what it was before, but apparently that's basically an escape vehicle, so I'm going to use that. Um, and then I have a sheepy, so I'm going to use that as a snorkel <laughs> so I don't drown. And I think that's only two cards, but I think it'll work quite well. I think so as well. Amber, do you want to go next? Sure. Um, so I'm going to use... I'm going to put on some snakeskin trousers because I feel like they're kind of waterproof. Um, so that'll just, I don't know, protect me, I guess. Um, and then also I will release my feet cleaning fish just as a little cleaning my feet. Just as a friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I also have a hoover, um, which can, like, I guess, suck the water out of the submarine. Okay, and Freya? I'm going to use a hairy coconut as a buoyancy aid <laughs> while you stay afloat. And then after that, so while obviously that's just a temporary measure, I'm going to use a pirate's parrot to help guide me to safety and <laughs> um, because you know, it knows the way of the water. So that means that I'm protected and maybe I'll even make some new pirate friends. Okay, so I think that Amber has won this round. I think you've covered all your bases. You've made yourself waterproof. Uh, and I like the fact that you're trying to stay in the submarine. I think that just going into the ocean is maybe not the best idea. Uh, and I also like the fact that you've thought about having some friends down there. Keep you company. Okay, so Amber has won this round. Our third scenario is you're an amateur potholer who's deep underground exploring a new cave system when your torch dies. You're all alone in the blackness. Okay, Ruby, do you want to go first? Yeah, so I'm actually going to ignore the whole lighting situation and just find other ways to survive and get out. Um, so I have a duck whistle, so I'm going to use that to um, attract attention or maybe scare off any creatures that are lurking in the cave. Um, I've got a bag of Werther's Original, so I can use that to survive. Um if I'm down there for a long time. And I also have a retractable dog lead, so I'm gonna do like a, you know what they did in the Minotaur, where they just had a piece of string in the maze. So, you know, I can mark my starting position, try to find my way out and I won't get lost. So I think that will work. Amber? Okay, so I'm going to use four of my objects. Um, I have some hospital hand gel, which I'm going to put on my hands before using a snotty hanky um, to, pick up an electric eel which is going to provide me with some light i'm using the hanky so that i don't get electrocuted um and then i'm also going to have a frozen baby mammoth with me so that if any predators or anything want to get me they'll take the mammoth instead of me and freya i think i can top that <laughs> but for a bit of liquid courage i'm going to drink a pint of bin juice just so you know <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, similar to Ruby, but instead of using a, you know, quite a witty and intellectual classical reference, I'm going to go with the good old um, Hansel and Gretel and use a paper bag of breadcrumbs to help lead me out and also mark a similar starting point. Freya, how does that work if you can't see the breadcrumbs? Because you can feel your way 
the senses will be heightened in the blackness, as they say. I liked Ruby's reference to uh, mythology. I thought that was quite interesting, very intelligent. However, um, off air, they did have to ask about that. I have to ha ask our classics expert about that, which um, I think they were trying to sound very intelligent, but uh, you know, it's kind of undermined by having to check. So, hmm, I'm considering and. I thought that Amber's way of getting electricity was very, um, very practical. Well, maybe not practical using an electric eel, but it was very, it was very uh, creative. That's Thank what I liked you. about it. Thank you very much, Alice. Hmm. And Freya, I just can't help but think it, that drinking a bunch of bin juice is not going to help you in this situation. It's giving me some liquid courage. It's not alcohol, it's bin juice. <laughs> Who said the bin juice is not contrived of alcohol? It depends which bin you're looking through. That is very true, that's very true. I think that I'm going to give this one to Amber, just for her creative use of the electric eel and the, uh, the hospital hand gel, because as we all know, it's very important to stay sanitised at the moment. Hygiene is the way. Hygiene. Have it. Take it from three people who've had COVID. Yeah, three out of four of us got COVID. So learn from our mistakes. Sanitise more. So, Amber, you've won two out of three of the games. Congratulations. Thank you very much. You are the champion of Bucket of Doom. So our next game is Obama Llama. Obama Llama is all about rhyming phrases which involve a a celebrity or character and an action for example Tina Turner using a Bunsen burner um, there are actually three uh, different modes in this game but one of them involves charades so that wouldn't be great for the uh, radio so we're just gonna be doing two rounds which are describe it and solve it um, in describe it the two players are going to be given a rhyming phrase with no extra help and they can use any words other than the words on the card to try and explain the prompt to me and in solve it the players are given a rhyming phrase with a pre-written description uh, which I am going to be reading to them and they have to guess what the rhyming phrase was okay we're gonna have a one minute timer are you ready three two one the most famous nurse in history is selling her old tat out of the back of a vehicle in a field Florence Nightingale Oh, pass. <laughs> Ron Weasley's future wife is snoozing in the same place that Jesus was born. Hermione Granger in a manger. <laughs> yes. Irish actor who starred in The Lobster and in Bruges is concealing himself in a cylindrical container holding beer. Colin Farrell in a barrel. <laughs> yes. A 15th century French heroine and Catholic saint is stroking an animal that's a bit like an anteater. Pass. Prince William's wife is competing at a racket sport involving shuttlecocks. Kate Middleton. This one doesn't really rhyme. I did pass. Okay, so time's up. Freya, how many did you get? Two. Okay, so the ones you didn't get were Florence Nightingale at a car boot sale. Oh. Uh, Joan of Arc petting an aardvark. Oh, I knew Joan of Arc, but... Oh, okay. 
And uh, Kate Middleton playing badminton. That one's a bit of a cheat. It doesn't really rhyme. You should have known aardvark. It was one of your words on etymology. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was. Oh, that was ages ago. Oops. Oh, dear. <laughs> you mean you don't listen back to every single episode of the radio? Every week? No. <laughs> okay, we're going to go on to Freya now. One minute on the clock. Ready, Freya? Three, two, one, go. The huge bell in Westminster has achieved a state of enlightenment. A what bell? A state of enlightenment. I don't know. Cockney actor and the star of the Italian job is suffering from a very painful headache. I don't know. I don't know actors. Fairy tale siblings from the gingerbread house are moshing to loud, heavy rock music. Hansel and Gretel... Listen to heavy metal. Yes. Former UKIP party leader and Brexit campaigner is having his back rubbed. Nigel Farage gets a massage. <laughs> the father of psychology and psychoanalysis has lost his job. Um, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm the title character of Dickens' novel about an orphan has fractured the joint between his arm and hand. Oliver Twist has broken his wrist. And that's time up. Yeah, yeah, you got that last one. So how many was that, Amber? Two. Both of you guys, not very good. Okay, the ones that you missed were... It was Big Ben feeling zen. Michael Caine has a migraine. Um, Sigmund Freud is unemployed. I got that one. Yeah, you do psychology. It's fun. Freud is interesting. <laughs> he sure is interesting. And that was all the ones you missed. So you both got two. We're both equally terrible. <laughs> yeah. So since you both got two, we're going to do the next round as the tiebreaker. So basically whoever wins the next round wins the whole thing. We're going to move on to describe it. So we've done the easy one where the uh, where the prompt is pre-written. In this round, the players are going to have to describe the prompt with no help to me, and I've got to guess them. And I'm going to try my best. I'm not going to be biased. Okay, ready, Amber? One minute on the clock. Three, two, one, go. Okay, um, uh, Princess Leia's husband, spoiler alert, um, is uh, having a short... <laughs> about to do something very risky. So he's saying something... Um, Luke Skywalker? I don't know Star Wars. Okay, okay. Um, should I just pass? Skip. Okay. Um, Prince William's uh, brother is... Okay, no, pass. Um, the president of Russia, I think he's president, um, is celiac. Vladimir Putin's allergic to gluten. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know what that is. Um, she ate the three bears porridge... Um, and she's very unwell with something that makes her spotty and... Goldilocks has chicken pox. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that's one minute. So, Amber, you got two. Well, I suppose I got two. What was that Star Wars one? Han Solo is calling out YOLO. Uh, I don't think I even would have got the second part of that. I'm sorry, that was my fault. I have no clue about star wars that's fine i remember you said that earlier in biology and i missed it okay so freya it's your turn do you have your questions yes 
Three, two, one, go. Metal guy from the Wizard of Oz really likes a flat cooking utensil. Uh, tin pan. No, tin man likes frying pan. Yes, I mean, close off. It's in love, but basically the same. Sing- singer of creep don't have any like a barley wheat based thing. You put it in the toaster. Uh. Uh. What? <laughs> no, I'm not. Skip, 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 Um, the guy from the Mr. Men books who's orange and has really long hands yeah. is eating. It's like a gherkin, but it's not like. It's Mr. Tickle's eating a pickle. Munching on a pickle, yeah. Don't, you uh, don't have much time. Just keep going. The people from Buckingham Palace with the with the red red yes 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 thing, yes, and they're sprinting from a spotty animal. It's like a leopard, but it's not. Beefeater's much. running from a cheetah. You've got. Okay, that's time. Well, I'm actually, you missed. Radioheads have run out of bread. I think that's it. I was very slow. <laughs> okay, so you were slightly slow, but you got three correct, which means that Freya is the overall winner. Woo! Right, that's a wrap on that. Um, we wanted to dedicate our shout out to Mr. Cheney um, because he's been such a great supervisor and has really helped us build this radio show from the ground up. Um, he's leaving at the end of this year, so he wants to say a big thank you to him. Um, and this is obviously our last episode. You might hear from us again next year as we help the new team get started. But for now, this is goodbye from us. As always, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.